In His gracious providence, God assured Jesus' followers of His bodily resurrection from the dead. He did that by continuing to appear to people, giving them clear evidence that He was alive. For us, our assurance of the resurrection, like our faith, is grounded in the divinely inspired Word of God, the Bible. Today's lesson will increase your faith in Jesus. This is The Wisdom Journey. Stephen has a lesson for you called The Road to Emmaus. Now at this point in our wisdom journey, the gospel accounts shift their attention away from Jerusalem and onto a pair of men walking down a a dusty road toward a little village named Emmaus. For some three years, they had given their lives to Jesus following in his footsteps They're one of the larger group of disciples. One of the men is named Cleopas, and the other disciple remains anonymous. Now, Luke's gospel gives us this account in five scenes. It's a a real-life drama. And by the way, this is taking place on Resurrection Sunday. It's just a little later in the day, just outside the city of Jerusalem. Well, the curtain goes up on scene one. It's revealing two disciples. Their hearts are overwhelmed with sadness. Verse 13 tells us that very day, two of them were going to a village named Emmaus, about seven miles from Jerusalem. Now, you might notice uh, these aren't just two men, but two of them. You see, they're, they're not part of the original 12, but they're likely part of that that larger group of 72 disciples whom the Lord had trained. The Lord had sent them out earlier to preach and heal back in Luke chapter 10. They had had a tremendous ministry following the Lord during those days leading up to the crucifixion. But now, well, Jesus is dead. And as far as these these two disciples are concerned, well, three years has gone down the drain. Their dreams at this point are, are completely dashed. The cross has punctured their plans. So, what'd they do? Well, they packed their bags, they threw away their sermon outlines and study notes, and they're leaving Jerusalem. They're going to go back and they're going to try to pick up their lives again back in their hometown village. Now, with that, scene two opens here in verse 15. While they were talking and discussing together, Jesus himself drew near and went with them. He apparently overtakes them from behind. So here they are sharing their disillusionment about Jesus, and Jesus starts walking with them. However, verse 16 tells us their eyes were kept from recognizing him. You see, Jesus doesn't want them to recognize him just yet. Well, as the Lord steps up to walk alongside them, he asks them here in verse 17, what is this conversation that you are holding with each other as you walk? In other words, You know, what's got you fellas so upset? Well, Cleopas says, probably with a little bit of sarcasm here in verse 18, are you the only visitor to Jerusalem who does not know the things that have have happened there in these days? He's effectively asking the Lord, "Don't don't you ever get out? Well, Jesus could have said, yes, just this morning, and I left the door wide open. Well, frankly, Jesus could have said a lot of things. But he patiently responds here in verse 19, 
What things? You know, what are you talking about? What happened in Jerusalem? You see, Jesus is the master teacher. He, he wants to draw out of his students their innermost thoughts. So with that, they just begin to unload the details on this man they've just met who, who seems to be clueless about what's been going on. Here's verse 19. They said to him, well, concerning Jesus of Nazareth, a man who was a prophet mighty indeed and word before God and all the people and how our chief priests and rulers delivered him up to be condemned to death and crucified him. But we had hoped that he was, he was the one to redeem Israel. Yes. And, and besides all this, it is, it's now the third day since these things happened. Well, they go on to, to tell Jesus here that some women had found the tomb empty and even reported seeing angels who told them that Jesus was alive. But despite all of these pieces to the puzzle, these, these two men can't put the pieces together, so they've packed up, and, and they're heading home. Now, Jesus could reveal to them at this very moment who he is, but he doesn't. And I believe it's because Jesus wants their faith to be tied, not to their sight, but to the Scripture. And with that, scene three begins with Jesus teaching them the Scriptures. He begins here in verse 25. O foolish ones, and slow of heart to believe all that the prophets have spoken, was it not necessary that the Christ, that is the Messiah, should suffer these things and enter into his glory? In other words, the cross wasn't the end. It was the beginning. It didn't destroy the Messiah's glory. It defeated the Messiah's enemy. So his death was not a dead end. It was a doorway into eternal glory for all who follow him. Well, now here in verse 27, we're told that Jesus begins a survey of Old Testament Studies 101. (laughs) We read, And beginning with Moses and all the prophets, he interpreted to them in all the scriptures the things concerning himself. Man, what a moment this was. Jesus Christ is teaching a crash course through the entire Old Testament, showing how it all points to him. So here you have the living word, Jesus, explaining the written word the Old Testament. You know, we're never told what Jesus said in this Old Testament survey class, but this is probably the greatest lesson never recorded. But then again, even though we don't have the lesson, we have the Lord's lesson material. It's called the Bible. Now here in scene four, they arrive in the village of Emmaus, and these two disciples urge uh, Jesus to to stay with them and, and eat dinner with them. And Jesus agrees. So we read this here in verse 30. Jesus took the bread and blessed and broke it and gave it to them, and their eyes were opened, and they recognized him, and he vanished from their sight. Now, reaching out to hand them bread undoubtedly exposes his nail-pierced hands to them, and the light dawns on them. Their eyes are now open to recognize Jesus. And let me tell you, beloved, the Lord showed them his hands last because he wanted to show them the Scriptures first. The Scriptures are the foundation of our hope, the Word of God. So the question to this day, beloved, is not, What have you seen or experienced in order to believe in Jesus? The question is, what does the Bible say? 
in order to believe Jesus is the Messiah. Well, his mission here is now complete, and with that, Jesus suddenly, miraculously disappears. But notice the disciples' response in verse 32. They said to each other, Did not our hearts burn within us while he talked to us on the road, while he opened to us the Scriptures? Jesus had pursued these men while they were heading in the wrong direction. I wonder, my friend, is he pursuing you today? Stop. Turn toward him. Listen to the words recorded in the Bible. This is his word, the foundation of your faith. Well, now scene five takes place in Jerusalem, to which these these two revived, excited men immediately return Luke writes here in verse 33, And they rose that same hour and returned to Jerusalem. In other words, what they're saying to each other now is, well, never mind that the day is over. Never mind that the hour is late. We're going to get back on that road. That road takes us back to hope. That, That road takes us back to the ministry. That road takes us back to the other disciples. We've got work to do because Jesus is alive. Well, when they arrive back in Jerusalem, their testimony is added now to even more good news. The disciples, of course, are all excited about yet another appearance of the risen Lord. They say here in verse 34, the Lord has risen indeed, and then they add this, and has appeared to Simon. Well, that's big news, too. By the way, this appearance to Simon, Peter, it isn't recorded in the Gospels, though it is mentioned in 1 Corinthians chapter 15 and verse 5, where Peter is called Cephas, uh, his original name. The apostle Paul writes in Romans chapter 15 and verse 4 that the scriptures were written so that we might have hope. Well, I got to tell you, these disciples now have hope again. They'd lost it. These two here, well, they were on the road to Emmaus. That that road was taking them away from hope. It was taking them in the wrong direction. Do you know the same thing that happened to you and me today? We can become disillusioned. We can become discouraged at times, unable to put the pieces of life's puzzle together. Well, here's the good news. Jesus Christ knows the road you're on today. He knows where you are geographically, spiritually, emotionally. So go back to the scriptures. Go back to God's promises. Go back to the Bible. The scriptures point us back to the author. And the Bible reminds us that that he's walking down that dusty road with us. Even though for a little while, we might not recognize him. We, we, We might not see his hand, but he's with us. And he is everything we need. Well, until we set sail again, beloved, may the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you all. Amen. That was Stephen Davey and a lesson he called The Road to Emmaus. Stephen is the president of Wisdom International, and his primary desire is to help you walk wisely through life. Please make it a habit to join us on this wisdom journey each weekday. 
From the very beginning of this ministry, Stephen has said that we are empowered by prayer. We're convinced that that's true. Only God can bring about true and lasting change in your life. And that's why prayer is vital. You're dependent upon God, and prayer is one of the ways that you express your dependency. As a ministry, we cherish your prayers for us, and we'd like the opportunity to pray for you. We have a team of people who pray for every request that comes into our ministry. If you have a need, we'd be delighted to pray for you. You'll find information about our prayer ministry at wisdomonline.org forward slash prayer. We have a few more lessons to go in the Gospels, so join us again next time as we continue the wisdom journey. 